1-855-354-3231. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Okay, let's go over here and see what's what. First, we're going to start with Tom Fishburne, my friend. No one likes pop-ups, but they're proven to get the user's attention. <laughs> and he's got a knockout punch here. No one likes pop-ups. There's data to show people find them annoying. There's data to show they work. Okay, I remember back, way, 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 way back in the 80s, 70s too, card decks became popular. They were little stacks of postcards, and you could write for more information, and it was super cheap for uh, advertisers because, you know, instead of mailing one postcard, you had a, you could mail a whole pile of them. And usually they would be offered by a magazine that you maybe, maybe you did ads in the magazine but this was a way to, to generate response to get leads and uh, everybody would say I hate postcard decks <laughs> I never look at them I throw the whole package in the in the trash but when we tested them we found consistently that they would outperform the ads alone <laughs> so what do you do well, you do postcard decks you say yes everyone says they're annoying but not everyone finds them annoying, obviously. <coughs> Some people are looking for stuff. Now, you get a lot of leads that were kids or, you know, looking to get mail, or you'd get people that weren't really interested. And the, and it, and so, you know, we had to stop sending them to the, to the field sales force directly, but we developed, uh, you know, a qualification program with, with the phone, and that, you know, that worked and cleaned them up, and we ended up getting a low cost per lead, a high quality to the salesperson and a high conversion rate. So, you know, you just adapt. But um, I think Tom's making a better point here. Um, there's a slippery slope to using numbers to justify dodgy behavior like making it hard to cancel a service or hiding unsubscribe links. Or just try to call somebody. Try to find the phone number. Heck, try to find the login. LinkedIn has gotten it in its head that I need to log in every few minutes. I don't know why. I've been here since 2003, and it's me, and I keep having to verify it, and they're, I think they're just convinced everybody's a bot. Now, today, I got a message on LinkedIn that had three, three mentions of Miglosh Marketing, Inc. in one message, and I wrote the guy, and I said, you're obviously over, uh, you're, it was great, because, you know, you're over-personalizing, it's creepy, it's poorly written, and you must be a bot because no bot, nobody but a bot would write Miglosh three times on purpose. It's too hard to type. It's too hard to figure out if you got it right or not. And it was perfect every time. So I know for sure that this was an automated message. So LinkedIn, you're not catching the automated messages, but you are annoying your users. I can tell you that. There's probably evidence that it works. I don't know why you keep doing it. Okay, design should not be driven by impersonal aseptic statistics when well-founded best practices and simple common sense lead in the opposite direction. Right, so I was fighting with my phone company t yesterday, trying to find a phone that was under fi or five inches or less, that had a removable battery, and, uh, and was up-to-date modern, you know, not... not not from 10 years ago when I started with the phone company and that's exactly what they offered they offered one phone and it was a wonderful little phone I think it was four inches 
and removable battery and it worked great and my brother was using his up until just a few months ago i think his birthday this summer his wife got him a new phone finally um but you know they will not and so they sent me to a page that was not helpful and it showed all the removable batteries that and they were all over six inches long and that's like you know you're not hearing me so we don't really care about humans we don't care about people um i've noticed on windows ever since who knows when came out that they have the remove remove portable media <laughs> unplug media or reformat media you know there's a really big difference between unplugging the media and reformatting and they're right next to each other with just a little slip you could be reformatting your thumb drive which you have massively important information on insane it's insane or you can just pull it out in which case you can accomplish the same thing just wreck it okay we can't all ignore what a, we can't all ignore what an appropriate behavior is and turn it into ill-mannered content creators just because the numbers say that we that it's okay to do so and you know i highly recommend that you think about design not just in terms of the numbers Welcome to our website. I hope you enjoy the content you clicked on. But first, here's our privacy policy. And we, we'd like your email address. And did I mention we use cookies? And take a look at the, that pop-up ad and check out this other content. And please share this with your friends. And hey, where'd they go? Okay, enough of that. Let's go over here. This is from Mark Ritson, okay, by Marketing Week. And uh, he's going to give you the answer to brand strategy brand strategy is everything he says kind of Gartner's new CMO survey says that brand strategy is the number one thing that CMOs are looking for in 2020 I'm not sure about 2021 marketing analytics took a second place I didn't see machine learning or AI in there at all which tells you something multi channels down in the middle <coughs> Testing is down toward the bottom. Media buying is at the very bottom. Interesting, I thought. So brand strategy is it. And Mark says, or uh, yeah, Mark says, it's a great time to be a brand consultant, but he's locked down in Australia, and every time there's even one case, uh, they panic and close the country. <clears throat> close every street, close everything. Um, so he's going to give us a pr concise guide to brand strategy. The way to, to the the way to work it all out in its simple, BS-free beauty. First, diagno diagnosis, and then strategy, and then tactics is where he's going to go. And he says, commission a new brand survey, a proper one. Update the segmentation. Interview the loyalists. You know, I'm going to take him at it. I'm going to take him at his word on this. I've been, I, you know, I committed last week to reading, um, to reading scientificadvertising.com. And I would say scientific advertising comes at this from a completely different end of the pipe. It's really talking about um, consumer brands. And we're going to let that go. We're going to try to. Oh, direct mail 2.0. I hope you're watching my show. I'll hang up on him. He'll probably think I didn't mean to hang up on him. Um, so, interview the stuff. 
So we're going to talk about that. But um, I got to say, I they 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 sucked me into buying the, the ten dollar package, which has an an audiobook on it. So I've been listening to the audiobook, and I'm going to listen to it over and over and over. I did that with Confessions of an Ad Man years and years and years ago when I had a little bit of a commute. Um, okay, so <clears throat> his first question: When does your financial year begin? Because that's when you start executing, and you should really have your brand strategy in place before that. But you know, I didn't get this ad till January, so we're going to do our best. Okay, work back from that date to take time to get the diagnosis done. Oh, I did learn something else up here. Greek generals, the Greek word for general is strategoi, strategioi. I don't know how to say it, but it looks like stratego, you know, strategy. Generals, Greek generals knew that they needed a map of the battle, right? And that's probably why they fought mostly on open plains, because then you didn't need to pay the map guy much. Or if it's hilly terrain, you really, topographical is tough. Okay, and that's more like today, topographical maps. Study the Battle of Gettysburg. Okay, my first question, wow, or I'm thinking of Memphis, or man, some of those Mississippi, oh my gosh, you look at those battles where they charged up the hills, oh. Uh, my first question, okay, when does a financial year start? Strategy is about choosing what you do, will not do. And that's especially important when your resources are limited. Are your resources limited? All resources are limited. It's a fact of life. No matter who you are, no matter what you do, there's always limitations. And if you don't think there are limitations, you're probably going to be looking for another job. Okay, the essence of strategy is choosing what not to do. Your strategy should focus as much on what you will avoid as what you intend to do. Making sure that choices are evident at every possible stage of your strategic choices. Choicefulness, you know, which I've never heard before, but sounds like an interesting thing. You can't do everything, or at least you can't do everything well. One major reason for the lack of action is that new strategies are often not strategies. They fail to get in implemented despite ample efforts of hardworking people because they don't represent a clear set of choices. You know, you say, we want to target everyone. We want to throw the kitchen sink at our position and have as many possible brand values and benefits as possible. We also want as many objectives as possible. Yeah, when you have too many brand objectives, they stop being objectives and turn into dreams that will never come true. Question and kill everything that does not make sense to you. And axiom three, and this may be the most important, strategy before tactics. We've pointed out, you know, with Mark Ritson's help, that, you know, people who say we're going to hire a digital strategist or a Facebook strategist or a SEO strategist have no idea what they're talking about in strategy. That is not strategy. That's tactics, right? There's basically two main questions. Who do we target? What do we want them to think? Those are where he's going to get to. <laughs> and don't be afraid to target broadly. Broadly, actually, in especially if you don't know what's going on, is one of the best ways to test. Now, I'm not going to cover this whole article. I highly recommend it. Go to WDMA.org and subscribe, and you can get the whole thing all marked up. It's really well worth re- reading. Um, Mark is, is genius, and this is... You know, this is only tangentially my skill. I began in design, so I have a feel for consistency of branding. I have a feel for positioning. 
but uh, go read the article, WDMA.org, for the show notes every day. Just subscribe once. It's going to be great. And, you know, this week we're going to be talking about how mail fits in as a tactic, but not as a strategy. Direct mail is only a means. Now, the market research side, mail has a place in that too. And that's why, in spite of the fact that most direct mailers when I got started had no time for brand strategy whatsoever, still had one and were consistent and consistently delivered on brand promise. So how those things fit together for mail is quite interesting and different, I think, than a packaged goods company doing mass marketing. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.